0: super talk mississippi media production specializing in ford nissan chrysler dodge jeep and rams corinthautogroup.com and fordofcorinth.com where cars and happy drivers meet visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve Welcome in, good morning, a little bit of a late start for me, I hope you guys will forgive me, just had to get some stuff together to talk to you this morning. To be honest, I had a bit of a late night, but more on that in a second. Welcome in to Mike in the Morning, I'm Michael Borky, always glad that you are with me. Ooh, there's the light, oh buddy, um, that always hits me when it's fully charged, jeez, that's uh, that's bright. So, welcome in, always glad to see you. Um, A few things to get to today. First, of course, we're going to talk uh, about the uh, who's poised for a better 2021 thing. We had Barrett Salee on the radio show yesterday. Caused a bit of a stir. So uh, I'm going to tell you what he said and why I agree and also disagree with what he said. At least I think I do. Uh, So we'll get to that coming up as well. The bracket challenge is live. I'll tell you how to get to that first. Uh, I saw this again this morning. I talked about it yesterday some, but it's becoming more and more real. Uh, I'm going to share this with you uh, right now on the screen here. If I can do, I need to figure out how to do this faster. Um, here we go. All right, so if uh, if you're not watching on stream, it's a tweet from Jim Cantori, but every weatherman is on this. He said, a dangerous 36 hours lies ahead for millions of you. Prepare as best you can for life-threatening severe storms. Make sure you have a plan uh, as you... Do. Anyway, what's important is the graphics. And right now, looking at the potential outbreak, we have an extreme label around most of central Mississippi, a very likely label around the rest of the state, When you're looking at tornadoes in particular on a scale from one to ten, basically all of central Mississippi, if you divided it into thirds, if you divided the state into thirds, the middle third is at a nine out of ten on the tornado risk scale. And the rest of the state, with the exception of the counties on the coast, are at a seven and the counties on the coast are at A5. It is uh, as serious, at least the uh, warnings leading up to this, as humanly possible. Uh, It's pretty, pretty, pretty ugly. At least that's the way it looks from here. Uh, If you listen to the radio show, we are going to put our weatherman hat on it if this is uh, what happens. Uh, I told you yesterday about how I couldn't pronounce uh, town names in certain regions. I'm going to hopefully have a better map and like pronunciation guide for you today, but... Um, If it does get this ugly, if this is actually uh, what we're dealing with this afternoon, that's kind of what we'll be focusing on later today. I'm going to talk sports with you this morning, but if you listen to the radio show and this is going on, if we have tornadoes popping up all over the state, that's where our attention is going to go. Um, Although we are sports people, it's still a statewide broadcast, right? Twelve stations across the state. Um, People may not you know, have their phones up if they're in their car or have weather alerts and they depend on us. It's happened before. Uh, We have received many emails from people saying that, you know, hey, I I wasn't listening to the weather. And because of you guys, I was able to stop and let a storm go past, stuff like that. So uh, we're going to do it again. So don't be disappointed if you don't hear sports this afternoon. We only would do something like that if it's serious. Uh, So just a heads up, it's going to be pretty bad here. Uh, in the state today. So just be careful, be safe, get a plan uh, in place. Know what you're going to do when your area is called. Um, I saw another weatherman this morning say uh, a lot of the problems that come with injuries and stuff like that with people in storms like this, uh, in some cases, they're just not prepared. Uh, They don't think it's going to happen to them or whatever, and they're not in the safest part of their house, and that's when bad things happen. So just be prepared today, be safe out there. It's, uh, it's going to look pretty, pretty ugly. You can be part of our bracket challenge, though. The NCAA tournament starts tomorrow. We will be live from the Pearl River Resort doing the radio show tomorrow and Friday for the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's not too late to join the bracket challenge. Uh, the winner, the best bracket that is submitted to our bracket challenge, will win a two-night stay at Pearl River Resort, golf on us, dinner on us, and more. So, Sports Talk Mississippi is the group name, or you can go to supertalk.fm slash bracket. Supertalk.fm slash bracket. And the group password is STM radio, STM radio, no spaces, uh, and join our bracket challenge. I haven't filled mine out yet. I need to do that. I have not done mine yet. But if you want to be a winner, if you have the best bracket, you get a two night stay, you get golf, you get dinner, you get more on us at Pearl River Resort, where we will be doing the radio show. Uh, for the next couple of days after uh, today. So join that. Like I said, I'm a little tired today. I'm a, I'm a bit worn out. I can't wait to, to get into some coffee. I stayed up late uh, after midnight uh, to watch basketball, where New Orleans blew a 17-point lead with just under six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I stayed up after midnight to watch a team blow a 17-point lead with under six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It was one of the most embarrassing and epic collapses I've ever seen. Brandon Ingram missed two free throws, one of which would have sealed the game. Uh, New Orleans is inbounding. All they have to do is basically accept the inbound pass, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker gets hit in the face with the ball because he's not paying attention. I'm not kidding. So they lost last night. I'm dragging. I'm running on fumes today. What a waste of time that was. I mean, I I laid in bed afterwards feeling stupid. I mean, what what is wrong with me? I can't believe I wasted that much time. And, and now I'm tired today. Like the rest of my day's ruined now because of a stupid basketball game, and the team blew a 17-point lead. So I'm dragging a little bit. But on to the actual topic for today's stream. Barrett Salee of CBS was on our radio show yesterday and I started him off. I mean, it's kind of my fault because I knew what the answer was going to be. But, you know, you got to do this for radio. I asked him just a simple question. Going into 2021, who is poised to have a better season? Which team between Ole Miss and Mississippi State is better prepared to have a better season in 2021? And his answer was, well, it's obviously Ole Miss, and he's not sold on Mike Leach at Mississippi State. He does not think. It's going to work. He likes Lane Kiffin. He likes Ole Miss's offense. And, of course, it's very easy to make these kind of calls when you've got a sure thing that you know of at quarterback. I mean, the interceptions in two games are obviously a a big black mark on what Matt Corral did last year. But when you look at the efficiency, the completion percentages, the yards per pass, everything, he was exceptional. Uh, Of the 10 uh, 10 games Ole Miss played last year, because A&M didn't get played. Uh, eight of those games, he played an, at an elite level. Uh, not good, not great at an elite level. So it's very easy to pick one over the other when you've got a more sure thing at quarterback. Um, he likes Ole Miss's offense. He likes Lane Kiffin. Again, doesn't think Mike Leach is going to, to work at Mississippi State. And, of course, state fans didn't like that very much. And part of that is... Um, they, they think there's a history there. Uh, state fans believe that Barrett Salee hates their team. I don't think he hates Mississippi State. I think that he's just been highly um, critical of Mississippi State over the years and in some cases was wrong uh, about about the team. But don't confuse doesn't think it's a good team with hates hates your school and hates your people. Some Some fans do that. People that uh, even technically our, our media gets so wrapped up in in what a guy that works for CBS thinks. I mean, look, I don't think he hates Mississippi State. That's just me. I think he just doesn't think it's a very good football team this year. It doesn't mean he hates you. Either way, he doesn't think it's going to work. But the first half of that, where he thinks that old Mrs. Poise for a better 2021. 20, you should have seen some of the texts we got from State fans. Well, of course, Barrett Salee says that. You guys won't be able to find anybody that will say otherwise, and, oh, he's wrong, and stuff like that. Is what he said, though, entirely unreasonable? I, I mean, I, honestly, I think this is a major prove-it year for, for Mike Leach and Mississippi State. It, it's a prove-it year, especially because when you look Look at the program from 30,000 feet. When you look at Mississippi State's last season and what's happened since from way up above, if you didn't watch every second of every game like I did and like most of you did, um, all you saw was a team that couldn't score against Kentucky, a team that couldn't score against Alabama, a team that struggled at times to score against the worst defense, the second worst defense in the history of SEC football in their game against Ole Miss, an offense that couldn't score against a Vanderbilt team that went winless this year. So when you look at that team, just when you pull up the schedule and look at box scores and maybe you watched them on occasion, you, you look from 30,000 feet and you think, well, that was terrible. I mean, year one didn't work. Mississippi State can't score. It's not going to work there. But when you do that, you don't see that they've got some pieces returning that you should be really excited about. They've got a wide receiver who I think is going to be an NFL player. They've got two running backs that, even though Mike Leach doesn't use them that often, when he did, they were effective players. A young quarterback that's developing. I mean, all those things are real, but they've got to prove it. If you're a state fan that's bothered by what Barrett Salee said yesterday, that Ole Miss is in better shape, that he's not convinced that Mike Leach is going to work, they've got to prove it. Because all you've got right now is they played a couple close games down the stretch and beat Missouri, I mean, if you're going to use the the bowl game as a check in the positive column, that's fine. It was raining like hell, so it's hard to know really if the offense took a step forward or or not or struggled in that game because the weather was just so terrible for most of it. But all that that you have right now is, well, they played Georgia close. Well, Well, they played Ole Miss close. Yeah, they beat Missouri, who was playing a quarterback in the secondary. Seriously, I mean... Missouri played a quarterback on defense because they were that COVID depleted and then you beat Tulsa who was without their best player on defense barely in a bowl game so state has to prove it uh, and until they do Barrett Salee's not going to be on an island of one out there at all in fact everybody's going to think this about the team until they prove it to you, until they prove it to somebody else, until they score more than two points against Kentucky and not get blanked by Alabama, stuff like that. This is a prove it year for Mississippi state because we can project all day long. I think they're going to be better. I really like Wally. I really like Will Rogers. I don't think that Mississippi state's going to be that bad on the offensive line again. I mean, for most of that season, That was some of the worst offensive line play you've ever seen. Teams were bringing three guys and three guys only and still getting to the quarterback with relative ease. I I mean, with health and more experience, I think Mississippi State should be at least marginally better on the offensive line. So we can project and I can project all day long. I think Rodgers is going to take a step forward. I think Wally's an impact guy. I think they're going to be better on the offensive line. I still think they're going to be pretty salty on defense, although they're going to have some new faces on that side. But that's all projection. They got to prove it. This is a big prove it year, I think, for Mike Leach. I think it's a big prove it year for Mississippi State. I think they have to score on people in a consistent manner because year one of the air raid in the SEC, no matter how some people in some media in the state want to spin it, was not a good audition. But if you guys listen to me, you know that I think that's mostly due to to the youth. All freshmen, everywhere. But until they prove it, until the team scores more, it's fair for these national guys to have the opinions about the air raid that they do. It's fair. You may not like it. You may not think that's going to end up being accurate, but certainly you can understand where that kind of thought process is coming from right i, I mean I, I do they didn't score on kentucky they couldn't score against alabama they struggled offensively for most of the year i think they will be better i i believe in will rogers like i said i, be, I believe in the pieces they have on offense but they got to prove it i mean it's very similar to um like the old miss defense i mean there are some people that think that Ole Miss is going to take this huge step forward and and win 10 games. And um I guess it's possible when you score at the level that they're going to be able to score at, sure, it's possible. But until they get better defensively, I mean, you can't project stuff like that out. You can't think, I mean, I had somebody tell me the other day that they think Ole Miss is a 10-win team. Well, are they scoring 60 points a game? Because until they get better defensively, none of this matters. I I mean, it's going to be just like last year, where they're in every game because they can score. They return their quarterback. They've got a talented group of wide receivers. I I think that although Elijah Moore was a dominating force, they've got some good pieces back. Um, They've got probably – there's at least an argument that they have the best running back room in the SEC returning that you know of, tangible – um and they should be good up front. That offense should be very very good next year. But unless they can stop people with any kind of consistency, it doesn't matter. It's going to be just like last year. They'll win games because they can score and they'll lose games because they can't stop the opponent from doing so. Ah, oh, well, you know they 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 can't get worse. They're going to get better on defense. They got to prove it. They have to prove it. And until they do, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, Ole Miss is a 10-win team. I I can't do that. So it's very similar. I mean, I know that there's going to be a lot of new faces. Uh, They'll finally get Otis Reese for more than just three games, and you saw what kind of an impact that he had on that defense. But the dependency on Ole Miss being average defensively is two junior college defensive linemen and a transfer linebacker from the Big Ten. If those guys aren't plug-and-play instant impact guys, you're going to struggle on defense again next year. they got to prove it. Same thing with Mississippi State. We can sit here and project things out all day long. Oh, Rodgers is great. Wally's great. That kind of stuff. They're going to be better. The offensive line's going to be better. But gonna is a problem. Until they do it, Barrett Salee is going to be right. Until they do it, anybody that talks about Mississippi State in this way is going to be right. So... I I guess the point I'm trying to make here is you're not going to find anybody outside of this state and the people that cover Mississippi state outside of that. You're not going to find anybody that thinks that right now state is in a better position than Ole Miss. And that's okay. I mean, one team has the egg bowl trophy. One team signed it marginally higher-ranked recruiting class. then um, one team returns a high-level quarterback. So it's easy to make that projection right now. But, w- Will, you kind of underscore what uh, a lot of the reaction was in the show yesterday. He said, it's hard for me to call Barrett's opinion fair when I feel like he doesn't evaluate both teams equally. Call me a salty homer. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of that yesterday. It was Well, I mean, there was even one guy that texted in the show that said, if you had literally anybody else i paraphrasing, but he's like, if you had anybody else on your show that said the same thing, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny. I mean, there is uh, apparently a long history between Barrett Salee and, and State fans, but it. I, I think it's fair. I, I mean, no objective person can say that right now State is ahead of Ole Miss. That certainly can change. That's the thing about the Egg Bowl. Uh, much like the weather, it, it changes. It, it it comes and goes in waves, you know. I mean, right now, Ole Miss is it's their wave right now. The last two years before this, it, it was not. It was Mississippi State's wave. I mean, these things change uh, so much. But currently, right now, today, that's that's a fair thing. It's a fair take. It's factual at the moment. State's got to prove it. I think they will personally. I I I believe in Will Rogers even. I. I know there's going to be a competition and stuff. I've said it before on this stream. I said on the radio show, I'm being repetitive. Forgive me. I, I believe in him. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a competition, but I would be shocked if he didn't win it. I think he's, he's got tremendous upside. I think you've got impact, an impact receiver, and I think there's more talent around him than some people give it credit for. I do not think it's possible to have worse offensive line play. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. They should take a step forward. I expect one, but until they do, it's all projection. So if you want to listen to that interview, you can, by the way. Um, I told him at the end that there and I haven't looked yet, but I'm sure there are some uh, Mississippi State message boards that uh, that did not agree with his assessment of the situation at all. I did say it all last year, though, uh, for whatever it's worth to you. I mean, I don't get everything right at all. I certainly don't pretend like I do uh, when it comes to sports. I mean, who does that? Um. After the Kentucky game, after the Alabama game, I I said that, you know, it's concerning that they're not scoring, but also using this year and the just dramatic style shift that Mississippi State's going through on top of not having a a spring or a real summer, you can't do the whole this proves the air raid doesn't work thing. It's too early. You can't do that yet. Uh, But that's why this is a prove-it year, and that's why this year's so important. So for whatever it's worth, I've been beating the whole – this year doesn't define the air raid and Mike Leach in the SEC in, in modern football, for whatever that's worth to you. We did have some issues last night at midweek baseball. Not on Mississippi State side. They took care of uh, of business, which of course is great for them. Uh, Ole Miss got smoked by Louisiana Tech yesterday. Absolutely smoked by Louisiana Tech yesterday. And in a vacuum, losing midweek games isn't the end of the world. It happens. And it, it happens. Uh, it'll happen again, possibly. Uh, it'll happen to – I mean, Arkansas lost last night. The number one team in the country lost a midweek game uh, last night. It'll happen again. Midweek losses in a vacuum aren't that big of a deal. Sometimes – I mean, Ole Miss ran out some young pitchers yesterday um, – got a really rocky start and it just happens the problem is they played poorly for three games in a row they they i don't i don't want to call it lucky but saturday against the Monroe took a walk off to win that game sunday they got smoked and then last night they got smoked their approach to the plate's pretty bad right now they um they're swinging and missing at a lot of pitches they shouldn't um They're pressing, it feels like, at the plate right now. Uh, They're not fielding the ball well. They're not playing well in the field. Situational baseball has been a problem. Losing one game to Louisiana Tech, eh, it's no big deal. I mean, whatever. Uh, You'll lose midweek games. Arkansas did. But the way you've played three games in a row going into SEC play, and now Doug Nikhazy won't be available this weekend, that's a problem. That's a concern they've got Auburn at home. The crowd should be great. You know, maybe they write the ship and they take care of it. But right now, going into SEC play, Ole Miss fans should, should be concerned. I, I would be. Um, especially with the way they I mean, just not sharp in the field at all. Like, I understand a, a young team may have some bad approaches some nights. And last night was one of those nights. But just mistakes in the field is a real problem. Uh, There was a note, by the way, uh, this weekend for Mississippi State's games in Baton Rouge, uh, you will not see a full Alex box, which, of course, is good for Mississippi State because that place is one of the few atmospheres in college baseball that really, truly is like a road environment. Um, I mean, you've got Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. South Carolina's is pretty good, uh, I suppose, Texas A&M. But most everywhere else you go is just kind of not being home. Uh, Alex Box will only be at 50% capacity uh, this weekend uh, at most. So for whatever that's worth to you, if you think that matters, um, big series. I mean, I can't wait to watch these games this weekend. Um, Big series in Baton Rouge. I think LSU is very vulnerable. Uh, I kind of expect Mississippi State to win, even with the offensive concerns. Um, I said, I think it was Monday or on the Sunday radio show, that if Mississippi State could figure out how to be as good offensively in innings one through eight as they are inning nine, then they're winning the College World Series. Seriously. Um, Probably the most clutch team in America right now. But, uh, yeah, anyway, just 50% capacity there at uh, Alex Box this weekend. Be safe out there today, today, guys. Please be safe out there. Uh, The weather is just not looking good. Uh, at all gonna be pretty dangerous around here it seems, and uh be safe, be careful out there uh we'll keep you up to date on the radio show um i've done it a few times now um, I know this sounds kind of kind of crappy, but whatever I actually really enjoy it uh doing that it's um it's kind of an adrenaline rush, so hopefully uh everything is safe with you guys uh hope um everything goes well if you want constant updates if this gets as bad as uh, people expect it to uh, we'll give those to you on the radio show today but if not uh, enjoy the rest of your day be safe out there Uh, i'll talk to you guys again tomorrow um, at eight also don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel just search my name michael borky right there on youtube and uh, hit that subscribe button and uh, you can find this there Follow me on Twitter and everywhere on social media at my name. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review. Mike in the morning or Michael Borky, depending on your platform uh, that you use. Subscribe, leave a rating and a review. I'd very much appreciate that. Y'all be safe out there today and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.